In this final step in our series, How to Have a Relationship with God, we discuss marriage. As believers, we are the bride of Christ and will become one with Jesus upon His return. Tune in to hear all the exciting news as Marcus and I finalize the details on how to have a close, personal relationship with God. Well, hello everybody. This is Marcus. And Trisha. And we are... The Messengers. Ministry. We are. We are. And guys, we are at our last step in our series on how to have a relationship with God. That's right. So let's kind of go over and see what we've talked about so far. Okay. So on step one, we talked about meeting Jesus. Mm -hmm. uh, step two was dating. Mm -hmm. Step three was being in a committed relationship with God. That's right. Step four was engagement. And this final step we're going to be talking about is marriage. That's right. So, so we'll just take it away. <laughs> so we want to say, we want to just reiterate that when you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you automatically become the bride of Christ. These relationship steps are for the relationship that God wants you to have with Him. Right. He wants you to go through all these steps to be closer and closer and closer to Him. So that's why we're going through the steps. Yes, if Jesus comes back when you just meet Him, you're still the bride of Christ. You will go to heaven. Things will be fine. But you'll miss out on so, so much. So that's The journey why is the best part. It is, the whole journey. So that's why we've done these relationship steps and just trying to show you more and more about God and what He, you know, longs for from you. And what He has for you. Yes, yeah. You know, he has something different for every single person, which is the it greatest is thing. Yeah, every single relationship is different. It's never the same because no two people are the same. Right. So that's wonderful because that means you don't have to look at somebody else and go, <laughs> Oh, man, I wish I had their relationship, or, man, I'm glad I don't have their relationship. <laughs> so that's, you know, that's really, it's not for us to know where anybody else is in their walk with Christ. Correct. They can tell us, but you just, you don't know, and you don't need to know. If there's a problem, pray for that person, or pray for you. You know what I mean? Right. But... There's no judgment or anything. Good advice there. Thank you. <laughs> so as believers, like we said, we're called the bride of Christ. This means that we will one day be married to Jesus. This will take place when Jesus comes back for us. He's in heaven right now, but he will come back to take us with him for eternity. What an awesome day that's going to be. It is. For it's some exciting. People, for yeah. Life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for the right people. <laughs> right. Yeah. So the Bible tells us that Jesus is the bridegroom and the church is his bride. So most women know exactly what it means to be a bride. Wouldn't you think so? Girl, mm -hmm. Most women do. Yeah. So they are to say goodbye to their single life and become one with their groom. Yes. Men, on the other hand, might associate more with being the groom mm -hmm. and know that they must leave their old ways behind and unite with their bride. Yes. So in this instance, however, 
You are the bride, whether you're male or female. Mm-hmm. You are preparing to become one with God for eternity. That's awesome. <laughs> so a bride is one who's wooed by a lover. You know, she's like taken care of and loved in a very special way. As a believer, you are the chosen bride of Christ. Jesus gave up all of himself just for you. And he's just hoping that you would accept his generous offer of eternity to be with him. That is a generous offer. (laughs) It is, yes. He asked for your hand. And now it's up to you to receive all he has for you. That's right. So let's kind of take it back a little bit. In Jesus' day, there were extravagant wedding festivities. Yes. It was wild. Yes. <laughs> so there were three main parts to the wedding process. Okay, let's, let's kind of look at these three different parts. So the first part was the marriage contract. And this is where the parents signed a pledge for their son or daughter to be set apart or to be engaged to the other person. Yes. So there was also a dowry or a payment for the bride by the would-be groom. Mm -hmm. And this was accomplished when you accepted Jesus as your Savior. Yes. He paid the dowry price by shedding his blood for your sins. That's an amazing price. It is. Yeah. So the next step included a joyful parade of lights through the streets. I would have loved to see that. (laughs) (laughs) The groom and his men would take lights and go to the bride's house at midnight. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I could stay up that late. (laughs) That would have been a problem for me. Back then, I guess, when I was younger, I could do that. Hey, you wouldn't stay up till midnight for me. (laughs) Back then, you would have. have, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But since I work so early, <laughs> would, would you go to bed with me early? Yeah. <laughs> so the bride would know about this ahead of time, though, and she mm-hmm. would be expectantly waiting for the bridegroom to come for her. Mm-hmm. And this is how you should be with Jesus. You should expectantly be awaiting Christ's return. Mm-hmm. And Jesus tells a parable about this in Matthew 25, verses 1 through 13. Mm-hmm. So this is just a paraphrase. We're not going to actually read the whole thing. But you can go read it. You need to go read it, yeah, because it's a great story. But we're going to kind of just um, do an overview right now. So in that, in those verses, Jesus gives the example of ten bridesmaids who are waiting for the groom to come. They all needed lamps to see by so that they could be prepared to leave with him as soon as he came. Five of them were wise and brought extra oil because they didn't know when he was coming for them. Midnight. (laughs) (laughs) The other five, though, thought he was coming soon. They thought midnight would come soon, so they didn't need to have any extra oil. Didn't they just look at their watches or their phones, right? They just just set a timer on their phone. (laughs) Don't don't start the lamp until this time, okay? (laughs) (laughs) So the bridegroom was a long time in coming. He must have been a beggar. Hey. It's our parents. (laughs) They're always late. (laughs) So the the bridesmaids all fell asleep because he was so long in coming. When the cry came out at midnight that Uh the bridegroom was there, they all woke up. And the lamps were almost out of oil. So the wise ones just refilled theirs. 
the foolish ones were like freaking out. So they asked the wise ones for some of their oil. And they were like, no, I'm sorry. We don't have enough for both you and us. Why and you know those you five wise ones probably gave them some attitude. Uh-uh. You can <laughs> no. have my oil. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. But anyway, so they said, go buy your own oil. So, so while they were gone, the bridegroom came and took those who were ready into his father's house to join in the wedding banquet with him. He shut the door, and when the other five returned, they begged to be let in. He said the words that no one wants to hear. Right. He said, I tell you the truth, I don't know you. That is kind of scary. So we need to be like the wise bridesmaids and be ready and waiting for Christ to return. That's right. So always have oil. Yeah. <laughs> so we looked at the first two parts, of the first two phases of the, the wedding. So let's look at the, the third phase. And this is the last phase. This was the actual marriage supper itself. Mm -hmm. And this was such a joyful celebration yeah. and would last for days. Yeah. There was a lot of excitement. And I can understand why there would be. Mm -hmm. So this will happen when Jesus comes back to take you with him. You will celebrate for eternity with him. That's so awesome. It is. It's so exciting I, I, to think yeah. about. So unlike the other four steps, there will be nothing that can separate you from God once you become married to Christ. You will enter a covenant relationship with him. There will be no going back or turning aside. That is why you need to be perfectly prepared when Jesus comes back. That's why we're talking to you guys about this now, so that we can all be perfectly prepared for Jesus when he comes back. Yep. So we're not like the five foolish bridesmaids who, Got you know, locked out. Yeah, who aren't prepared. Yeah. So we need to be prepared. So being with God face to face will be a glorious time. I mean, just thinking about it just puts a smile on your face because right. it's that's going to be so awesome. And there'll be no tears or heartache in heaven. There'll just be rejoicing and gladness, like everywhere you look. It's going to be so wonderful, just rejoicing. God's love will be so strong, and you will understand completely why Jesus did all that he did so that you could have this wonderful relationship with him. Yeah. It's amazing. Oh, <laughs> so, you have to understand this, guys. God loves you so very much. And he longs to enter a relationship with you. He will go through all the steps that he needs so that you can one day become one with him. He starts by introducing himself to you. Then he waits for you to go through your dating process. And remember that each step can go as slowly or quickly as you choose. So after dating, he joins a committed relationship with you. The two of you will start to grow closer with each step that you take with him. Yes. And when you're ready, you choose to accept his offer of engagement. Yeah. You grow and become as close to God as you can on this physical earth. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so when Christ comes back, you will be presented to him as his perfect spotless bride. Mm -hmm. Now listen to what I'm about to say. This doesn't mean that you are perfect. 
Right. It means that God sees you as clean and spotless because of the blood of Jesus. Mm-hmm. So when he sees you, he only sees a beautiful bride that's ready for his return. That's right. Jesus may come back at any step in your relationship with him. So you don't have to be engaged to him before you can be married to him. So don't worry if you're just starting out your relationship and he comes back. Don't be freaking out saying, oh, no, you know, I didn't get through all my stages. It's not like that at all. You will get to heaven if you have accepted him as your Lord and Savior from your heart, meant it personally, and done all of those And you repent of your sins. That's right. That's a big thing. That's a big thing. (laughs) But once you do that, from your heart is when your relationship starts. Not just from if you say a prayer, just because someone tells you to say it, or just because, you know, whatever, you want to be like the other person with you, or you know what I mean? Just something like that. If you just say a prayer, it doesn't do anything. It's only when your heart believes that. And when you honestly want to start that relationship. That sounds like it's straight from the word. It says <laughs> that if you will confess with your heart, Jesus is Lord, confess. and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Amen. Romans mm-hmm. 10, 9. Through 10. To 10. <laughs> <laughs> and it's confess with your mouth. You actually said confess with your heart. But oh, yeah, confess with you your confess mouth. with your mouth. <laughs> well. Your heart has changed when you confess yeah. with your mouth. So that's right. I just add, I just melded the two together. <laughs> the closer the relationship you have with him here on earth, the closer you'll be with him in heaven. So this is just kind of unexplainable, but you will definitely want to be as far along in your relationship with him as you can possibly be. That's right. It'll yep. just be a different relationship when you get to him, when you get to heaven. So the most important thing to remember about all these steps is that you must decide what kind of relationship you want with God and how close you decide to be. Mm -hmm. God is a gentleman and he will never force himself upon you. He waits for you to be ready to choose to come to him on your own terms and on your own timing as well. That's right. He loves you, and he wants to, like I said, he wants to be as close to you as possible, but he will lovingly wait for you to come to him. That's right, and that's important. He's not, you know, some people think that he's going to make, that we sh- that he wants us to be robots, you know, just we have to love him, and hmm. we have to do this because he wants that, or he said that, and it's not like that at all. He loves us so much that he gives us free will so that we can choose to love him in return. Yeah. And that's real love. And that real love is if we were robots, it would, we would say, does not compute. Because <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't make sense because God loves everybody so much, regardless of whether you're a believer or not. Mm-hmm. And it, it's it, you just can't understand that kind of love yeah. that that he would have for us because I mean he loves you even if you curse him. Mm-hmm. He doesn't like it, of course, no. but he still loves you. <laughs> he, yeah. He doesn't have to like what you do, but he just loves you because you were created in his image. Right. Loved you from the start. So this closes out our steps on how to have a relationship with God. We just really hope that you've learned exactly what you needed to at just the right time. <laughs> so wherever you are in your relationship... Remember, you can never be too close to God 
It's something that just can't happen. It will never happen. But it's so important to remember that you can never be too far away from God either. That's right. He is always ready for you and will meet you wherever you are. He is willing for you to come to him anytime, anywhere. He loves you and will never give up on you no matter where you are in your walk with him. He will be as close to you as you are to him. Your journey will never end. That's awesome. That is awesome. And we just want to say that, you know, you could be in a, you could be dating him and choose to go to a committed relationship, but then something happens and you go back. You go back to your dating phase or you just forget about your relationship. It kind of goes on the back burner. You can always start again, whatever step. You can always go back to the last step, to dating. Or if you needed to go back to really meeting Jesus again for some reason, whatever steps, whatever you go back, you can always get back to that. That's right. You're never too far away from him. You've never strayed too far. You've never done too many bad things. There's nothing too wrong with you that Jesus won't come to you and that he doesn't want to have a relationship with you. That's right. But you can always get to know God more and more. Yeah. He wants to spend eternity with you and only ask for your agreement in return. That's awesome. So open up and take a determined step to choose him above everything else. Yes. Then one day you will become one with God. That's and what awesome. a day that will be. Won't yeah. It? Such an exciting time. <laughs> so that concludes our series and yeah. this episode on how to have a relationship with God. Have you guys gotten anything out of this? We would love to hear from you. Any yes. kind of feedback. Yes. So this is... what's what's one way they can they can tell us? They can visit our website at www.themessengersradio.com. And up there we have all the other steps of the relationship, if right. you'd like to find those out, start from the beginning. Click on episodes on that website, and it'll take it all of our audio episodes. Okay. There and video <laughs> episodes, too? Yep. Uh, you click on a video. Video. It'll take to all of our videos. <laughs> all right. See, you have this all figured out. and I got the power. <laughs> <laughs> so... Up there, like we said, there's go to episodes, there's audios, go to videos, there's videos. But you can contact us. There's a contact button up there. And it will email Marcus and myself. Right. And we, like you said, would love to hear any feedback. This topic is especially close to our hearts. This is something we feel like we're supposed to take out and maybe talk to other people about it in other places. Mm -hmm. And so we want to be as correct as we can. So if there's something that you see that we need to do different or that we need to pray about or think about a different way, please let us know. We we need feedback on this. Yeah. If it's something that is correct and just hits your heart and you're like, yes, I see that. I believe that. I've learned something from this. Anything like that, please let us know. Absolutely. We really, we would love any feedback that you have. Amen. Amen. So how else can they listen to us? Well, if you're on our website uh, on www.themessengersradio.com, you will see on the left-hand side all of our 
social media links. Mm-hmm. And on there, you'll, you'll see that we also put these on Facebook. Mm-hmm. We put these on SoundCloud mm-hmm. and iTunes and Spotify. Mm-hmm. And we also put these on our... Our personal websites? Personal websites, yes. But we also put it on our Discord pages. Yes. Our Discord server. Sure. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing we're trying to also get get to grow is not only our Discord server but also our YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel, please click on our YouTube channel and subscribe. Hit that little subscribe button mm-hmm. and hit the bell notification next to it yeah. so that you will know when we put new videos up. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, so if we get our first hundred people, our first hundred subscribers, we can have our name. Messengers Radio, like we have for all of our other social media links. Right now, mm-hmm. it's like a bunch of numbers and letters and symbols. So, but it's, it's kind of hard to keep up with. It you know, is hard to email do. or. But do. if you go to youtube.com, mm-hmm. right in the search engine, you can yep. put messengers, messengers space radio, and you'll find us. And you'll see our little <laughs> our little logo. logo. Yeah pops up there there you go and you can click on it and you can see them that way so you can still watch on youtube even mm-hmm. if we until we get our hundred subscribers and we're going to be go even higher than that yes because we're going to get the word of god out there guys that's right and, and it's you- not because of us it's not to build us up it's not right. like oh yay we need a hundred people following <laughs> us no it's because that way we can get more of the word out there to people there would be more people that can hear God speaking through us and teaching them specifically, things like that, you know? You it's go. not for us, it's for other people. Right. It's for God, really. It's Yeah. For other people to hear God's word. So, That's right. So, we hope you guys are having a great day, a great afternoon, or a great evening, however you may be listening to us. Yes. We love you guys. Bye now. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Messengers. And don't forget to visit us at our website, www.themessengersradio.com.